Welcome to Killycast. We're back after a long time. Joining me, as always, is my good friend Andy Kerr. And today's a wee bit of a difference. Um, I hope that you don't notice too much of a difference in audio quality. But um, in case you haven't heard, uh, Ross is no longer with us on the mainland. Explain. <laughs> yeah, um, my wife got offered a job in Shetland. So we decided to make the trek north for sort of two, two and a half years. Um, and then back to Kilmarnock. So I'm still interested in what's going on round about the town, still interested in hopefully getting Kilmarnock the best it can be, but slightly further away. Besides, so, with, with the internet these days, um, the world is a lot smaller. So Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I still keep my finger hopefully on the pulse of what's going on. It's just I don't really get to go to many of the things that I see is happening. I'll try and do my best to get to as many of them as I can. And also we'll give a shout out to our good friend Fraser Kerr as well, who will be helping us in the future to make the podcast be the best it can be and hopefully in turn make the town the best it can be as well. Yeah, absolutely. Fraser's hopefully going to be on the podcast and doing some tweeting and just keeping his finger, as I said earlier, on the pulse of everything that's happening. I think he's got a role in the town centre or something, so... He's going to be in the best place to see what's exactly going on. Exactly. So I thought we would do, since how we're just learning how to do this via the interweb, we would do a shorter podcast this week and maybe just highlight two or three, four or five things that have been going on or are coming up in Kilmarnock, the sort of main things. And then once we see how it works and we nail it down, then we can get back to the longer, more regular sort of featured podcast like we were doing before. Mm. And we'll also try and do our best to get you interviews with people. I know that might be a wee bit more difficult, but hopefully if we master the art of doing this from... How how far away is Shetland? Mm. Well, it's a good 16 hours. Mm. If we can do this <laughs> 16 hours drive and ferry away, then, you know, who knows? We've probably got a decent chance of trying that. Yeah, absolutely. So fingers crossed this goes all right and then we'll be back with a sort of longer format podcast in the next couple of weeks. Indeed. So let's get to it. So what's been happening? Well, um, the Celebrate Kilmarnock team have opened up their brand new building in King Street. Um, It's open Thursdays 9am to 5pm and Fridays 9am to 4pm and I was talking with Elaine Cowan from the MP's office who's yep. heavily involved with Celebrate Kilmarnock and she's saying that they've got some money from the big lottery fund and East Ayrshire Council and they're hoping that once they get it up and running they'll have more volunteers able to help and different people doing different things and that Celebrate Kilmarnock shop will be open more and more and more of a, a place for people to sort of meet and see what's happening and experience the best things in the town. Definitely. I mean, we remember Kelly Fest last year. Kelly Fest was great last year. Yeah, it was good. It was. Um, and they had a big, Celebrate Kilmarnock had a big hand to play in that as well. Um, and they, I think they're just kind of looking. They they obviously helped us out when we were first starting the podcast. And I think it's just trying to find, it's like a central sort of hub. And they try and find all the good things that's going on with Kilmarnock and give them a wee bit of encouragement, a wee bit of backing a wee bit of belief to say, you know, this is a good idea and we think this will work and here's some people that you can speak to that might be able to help you out. Yeah. Um, so it's 85 to 89 King Street, Kilmarnock. In case you're looking for the postcode, it's KA11PT 
And as I said, it's open Thursday and Friday, 9 till 5 on the Thursday, 9 till 4 on the Friday. And if you fancy a chat or a wee look inside, they encourage you to pop along and, and go and speak to them and see what's happening. Definitely. I mean, you don't have to go in for any reason in particular. They'll still be happy to chat away to you. And if you've got any suggestions for what you want to um, to do to improve the town or what you want to see in the town, then they're all ears. Yeah, absolutely. And they're really nice folk as well. So I'm sure that they would make you a cup of coffee if you asked. <laughs> Very probably. <laughs> um, so moving on, the next thing I wanted to talk about was the K-Fest weekend. We touched on it earlier, saying it was great. I think this year's going to be even better. Definitely. Um, I was kind of involved with uh, speaking about it in the committee before I left for Shetland. And some of the ideas that were getting thrown about were a, a marked improvement on last year. Um, and Murray Baxter, he was involved as well. Big shout out to him because he was coming up with some great bands and some some great stuff going on. He's so a that's, great bunch of lads. Ah, he's a good guy. So uh, that's on Saturday, the 27th of July, 2019. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven artists or bands playing in the Strand um, area of Kilmarnock. And again, £10 a ticket. I don't really think that you can go wrong for £10 a ticket. Absolutely not. The only thing that we hope, though, is um, last year the stage was a wee bit of a washout. Nothing we could do about that. That's uh, nobody's fault. That's Scotland uh, in the summer. Exactly. Um, (laughs) I mean, we had a great summer last year, of course, the irony is we pick about the only rainy weekend to have it on. But fingers crossed um, we can pray to the sun god and hopefully everything will be fine with it. And I'm sure it will be. No matter what the weather, the bands will produce anyway. Aye, absolutely. Uh, you can get tickets on eventbrite.co.uk and uh, from the new Celebrate Kilmarnock unit. So that's an ideal opportunity to go down and see and buy a ticket there. Um, Elephant Sessions are headlining, but they've got uh, bands like Anchor Lane, Twin Heart. I believe this is Twin Heart's last gig. Yeah, last so ever. Yeah, so if you're a fan of Twin Heart, then... You know, see them one last time before they they finish up. There's Anna Sweeney and Laurie Smith to name, but a few. There's there's plenty more acts, and um, they've got a Facebook page as well where they're putting out some um, like information, and they're also having a launch party with Ken Dama, who are playing Emma Sargson and Stara Stara. That's Stara Zagora, yeah. Yes, um, that's on the 3rd of May 2019, and it's at Rock Diner and Aces. Um, it's entries free, 7.30, doors open. I mean, why wouldn't you be going to that? Sounds awesome. Exactly, sounds good to me. So that is going to be a, a, a good one, and I think we can all say we're looking forward to that one. Definitely. Um. So next on the list is not that, that's... Last on the list. Um, the Round the Tune is coming back again, obviously, for 2019. Um, Sunday, the 9th of June. Um, they're sponsored by Specsavers. And the reason I bring this up, Andy, is because when they announced that they were sponsored by Specsavers, they also announced their new Round the Tune t-shirts, which mm-hmm. is Oxford Navy. Now, you will be able to tell me why it is Oxford Navy. Absolutely. Um, for those of you who maybe haven't heard, it's uh, Kilmarnock FC's 150th anniversary this year 
Um, founded in 1869, Kelly are the oldest professional football club in Scotland and their original colours rather than the blue and white stripes that we know and hopefully love today. Um, <laughs> they, uh, originally, the tops were uh, a dark blue known as Oxford blue, hence the Oxford blue colour this year rather than the more kind of um, the lighter bold blue that you would usually have seen in the past. Yeah, so I think it's a, a touching we nod to the football team and I mean for me I think it's a, a great event to be involved with Definitely, I know that the football club have also said that they want to see as many runners as possible doing the 10k race in their Kelly tops as well so it doesn't need to be you know, this year's when it could be an old one you've had for 15 years that you finally can fit into again after all your training <laughs> Yeah, absolutely um, and I'm just, I just Went on their website, it's, as we were recording, 46 days, 14 hours, 18 minutes and 48 seconds away from launching. Um, that is not a lot of time. It so is not a lot. I think there are still spaces left to sign up as well if you want to. Yeah. But don't quote me on that. Um, the, if you search for Kilmarnock 10k, Rune the Tune, you'll be able to find the details, no problem at all. Yeah, absolutely. On their website, which is runethetune.com. How to enter is the second icon along the top banner. So no excuses not to get involved. Also gives you a wee idea of how to get fit and ready for it. 46 days is plenty of time to to start getting into running and start getting into shape to do that. Yeah, definitely. Well, there's uh, a month and a half to go, so it should be fine. Yeah, and you don't necessarily need to run, you know, take a walk. Yeah, exactly. A few sponsors, get out and about in the fresh air and, and feel the benefits for it when you... When you're finished. Yeah, and again, raise some money for a good cause. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so next thing that I wanted to highlight was the East Ayrshire Council have been tweeting about their East Ayrshire Garden Competition 2019. You need to apply before Friday the 26th of July, so that gives you loads and loads of times. And it's basically just to say, look, I've done a bit of work in my garden. I think it's looking good. Why don't you come round and hopefully think my garden's also looking good? Um, and give yourself a wee bit of a pat on the back for doing a good job. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's uh, there's nothing nicer, and the Easter weekend we've had there has been fantastic. Hopefully that's a, a big sign of things to come for this summer, and I really, really hope that uh, people get inspired to actually do a wee bit of work in their gardens, um, and you never know, you might even win. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know when uh, we were down the road that we spent quite a bit of time in the garden and it just kind of snowballed, you know. We I sort of went out and said, right, well, I'll, I'll just cut the grass. And then you stand back and you think, do you know what, that looks damned good. And then a week passes and you think, oh, I could do with cutting the grass again and just fire Killicast podcast in your headphones and get the, gar- the grass cut, do a wee oh, bit yeah. of pruning, a wee bit of flowers in the garden. And you might not win, but at least your garden will look great and you can something to be proud of. Exactly, and you can always have a celebratory or a commiseratory barbecue afterwards. Oh, in a nice, lovely garden. Huh? Exactly. Good. What more motivation Aye. do you need? I, <laughs> I, I did hear a story once um, back in the day before the days of the A77 and the uh, traffic bypassing the town when Air Road was the main road, well, to Air, I suppose, um, <laughs> that... Uh, the houses that were there on the front of Air Road would only be given by the town council to people who were good gardeners because they wanted to give a good impression to people (laughs) as they drove past the town. 
and I, I quite like the idea. Um, yeah. I'm actually all in favour of doing that again. So people who have monoblock drives, you know, letting the side down a bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, you've got a driveway for your car, but come on, you, <laughs> come on, you could have you could have some nice begonias in there instead. Absolutely, and um, I, you know, just walking about the town last year when all the flowers were in bloom, do you know, it's it's just nice. It just gives you a wee lift, and you think that's bloody nice. That I like the look of these gardens, and the people have done well. Yeah. So let let's get Kelly in full bloom and looking great. I think we can all get behind that. Excellent. Um, so the last thing that I wanted to... Oh, no, you were going to talk about the football, weren't you, Andy? Yeah, um, well, talk about the football, talk about the referee, <laughs> you know, uh, tomato, potato. Yeah, um, I think we can, we can all agree it's been a good season for Kelly, maybe out with the two cups, but uh, the league certainly has been going well. Kelly are on course to break the record points total, um, but uh, the game just on Saturday passed there, uh, Aberdeen at home everyone's on a high thinking we're in third place this is great Aberdeen have just come off of a an absolute thumper at Hamden by Celtic you know this is the time to finally um, lift the Indian sign that Aberdeen have got over the ground and it just didn't happen mm-hmm. um, you can blame yourself and Stephen McLean for that um, <laughs> I, w- I will be fair and say Kelly didn't play their best in the first half second half was better but uh, ultimately, if you don't put the ball in the net, you don't win. Um, and Stephen O'Donnell probably came the closest to doing that. But uh, the inconsistencies of the refereeing were the the most uh, galling things. I, as a fan, I can always take being beaten by a better side or even just a side who gets lucky. I mean, it smarts at the time, but, you know, nobody dies. You win. Yeah. You get on with it. But... Uh, the inconsistencies from the referee, I think, have maybe hampered the rest of the season, I would say. So on Thursday morning, that should be tomorrow if you're listening on Wednesday, um, there'll be an appeal for Kirk Broadfoot and Rory McKenzie's straight red. So fingers crossed, toes crossed, everything else crossed, that those appeals are successful. Otherwise, uh, Saturday, it's a very, very difficult trip away to Celtic Park. Um, and... I always want to be optimistic about it, but I just can't get too optimistic about it, unfortunately. Um, but you never know. Stranger things have happened in football. We have seen these before. We we may see them again. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that the refereeing's been the hallmark of Scottish football this season. You know, they've, they've just been pretty terrible across the board, which obviously doesn't help when it's your team that they're terrible against, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and hopefully... Yeah. Hopefully we we see Kilmarnock getting these red cards rescinded, or you know the the best outcome for the team, and and hopefully they can go and do the business at Celtic Park and stop them from winning the title. Yeah, well the good news is that because of the results at the weekend, Celtic can't mathematically win the title on Saturday. Yeah. So that is a bit of a bonus because I always feel whenever you give a big side, um, whoever it is an opportunity, a carrot to dangle in front of them, they'll take it and they'll stop at nothing. But uh, but we can only hope that um, that everything's okay. One last thing I do want to mention at Rugby Park, and you might not have seen this, Ross, um, but uh, do you remember last year that uh, Frank Carty and Artisan Artworks managed to create a lovely mural on the side of the Frank Beatty stand? Yes. Well, the good news is 
they've only gone and done it again. The police box that's between the East Stand and the Moffat Stand has been given the um, the treatment, basically. Um, it's not quite finished yet, but on Saturday, in the sunshine, it was looking fantastic. You've got the old league trophy, the Scottish Cup, the League Cup, uh, Willie Waddle and the title winners uh, celebrating the 65 win. Bobby Williamson, Kenny Shields, Chris Boyd, and my favourite, um, a wee tribute to the um, unfortunately um, deceased Malky McCormick now. Um, of course, Malky was a big figure, big Kelly fan. They've done his um, his caricature of Tommy Burns, um, who also is a another much missed figure down at Rugby Park. Yeah. And it just looks fantastic. I think the next home game against Hibs um, is just going to show that off to everybody. Hopefully in brilliant May sunshine. So I think we'll wrap up there for the for the football club. For I, you'll need to you'll need to send me a snap of that. Um, I'd like to see it. Absolutely. And if you follow uh, if you follow Kelly on Instagram, then or Twitter, um, they'll be putting up quite a bit about it. There's a wee bit about it on the official website just now, but it really does look smashing. Class. I'll need to take a look at that. Um, so finally, uh, before we wrap up, I thought we would talk about uh, Thomas Sampson's tweet. I just came across, I think Barry Douglas had uh, retweeted it, Councillor Barry Douglas, um, and the tweet basically is a photo of Dean Park with people in it, and it says, up at Dean Park, places jumping with families doing Easter egg hunt. Don't ever tell me Kelly Kilmarnock is a crap place to stay. And I think Andy and I have been echoing that said, uh, statement over the last sort of year now, we think Kilmarnock yeah. is a great place to stay. I'm looking forward to coming back and, and being part of the community again and, and joining in all the things that are going on. But it's good that other people are starting to, to see the, the benefits of the town as well. Yeah, I mean, we've been saying it for, well, I don't know how long now, but Kilmarnock, if people are saying it's a bad place to live, then, you know, they are they're ignoring a lot of the good things that are happening right underneath their noses. And yeah. the more that we can do to highlight that, the better. As soon as I saw Thomas's tweet, I just thought, you know what? That sums it up brilliantly. Yeah, absolutely. So hats off to Thomas. Well done for being positive and enjoying your day, hopefully down at Dean Park. Superb. Yep, and hopefully there'll be plenty more days to come in Kilmarnock's various parks and just in Kilmarnock in general. Yeah, absolutely. So that wraps it up. As I said, it's a nice, short, quick, snappy podcast this week. Hopefully we'll be back to the longer form in the weeks to come. Um, Andy, if people want to get in contact with you, what's the best way to do so? Either message us in Kelly Cass and say you want to speak to Andy or tweet me at ShandyK underscore. The underscore is the important bit. <laughs> it's, that's the bit that identifies you. <laughs> it's the it's the USP. <laughs> Superb. And I'm at Manson44 if you want to have a look at what's going on up in Shetland to see the views and all that kind of stuff. And also I'll be tweeting about all the stuff that's going on in Kilmarnock yep. at Manson44 there and also at Kelly Cast on Twitter as well. We've got a yep. Facebook page that we try and keep up to date with, but we're both pretty crap at it. That's why, we, mm. that's why we've recruited Fraser, because hopefully he's going to do a better job than we have been in Most the, the social media. Most definitely. Um, and that's pretty much it. Thanks very yep. much for listening. If you've liked what you've heard, then hit the subscribe button. Um, and give us a wee five-star review if possible. We do and like them. We do indeed. And we'll speak to you very, very soon. See you soon. Cheers. Bye.